Blog Talk Radio. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. Reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome to the KRP Radio Show, folks. Another Sunday, ready to do this again. Really appreciate everybody showing us love as usual. Um, shout out to everybody out there who listened to the show and who we attended some events with just last week. Um, we had a beautiful week out there with a lot of you folks. And why am I getting an echo? I have no idea. Can I get somebody to fix that for me? But um, 
Anyway, God, the show must go on. So shout out to everybody out there, man. You guys are B-I-G in my book, and I really appreciate you guys coming through, showing us major, major love as normal. Um, WMMG, home of the, thank you for losing the echo, WMMG, home of the KRP radio show. Definitely appreciate all the support out there, as this has been a beautiful week. And, uh, you know, we're just out there, man. We're trying to do a whole lot of things. And uh, welcome to the show for a whole lot of first-time listeners. And we are broadcasting live Los Angeles this week. So, you know, it's going to be a shorter show, folks. I apologize. We'll we'll take it to the max and do what we can. But, um, you know, trying to stay syndicated here and try, trying to bring a lot of new listeners to the show and trying to do a whole lot of things out there. Got to give a B.I.G. out there to the Herman Cain campaign folks out there. Or, man, they they on, they on the grind right now. Um, the ground game is looking real serious. The media game is looking real serious, and it's look and it's looking like it's really looking like they got a good shot at this thing. So, but I, you know, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. We got a we got a few things to go over from the last week, and uh, you know, I just got to give a special shout out to my folks out there at uh, C4GC at the event that they threw, the candidate forum that they threw last Thursday night. Oh my God! Let me tell you something. If I don't know who the coordinator is, I, I think it's Jody. I, you guys got to look her up. Look up C4GC, Google them, do whatever you got to do. Conservatives for Guilford County. Listen, if you ever, ever, ever attended an organized event, this was the example of an organized, well-groomed, beautiful event, bipartisan event, by the way. There was no uh, 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 political rhetoric thrown around. There was no insulting anybody. You know what I mean? It, it was They were really out there for the public to come get some information about their local candidates, and I loved it. I loved every bit of it. News 14 came through. Shout out to Scott and uh, uh, one more guy. He wasn't too cordial, but Scott was very cordial. Shout out to News 14 because they came through, and it, and it was a beautiful thing. We, we shared some space right in front of the C4GC um, banner. And, you know, that's where they did their interviews, and that's where I conducted my interviews. And after thoughts, we had all the mayor, the mayoral candidates come out, the current mayor night come out there. And it was a lot of things going on, man. A lot of, a lot of people had a good time out there. It was definitely a B.I.G. event. And, uh, you know, all the candidates were in the House. You know, the city council candidates were there. There was some – a lot of citizens were there. The event was just beautiful. You know what I mean? It, it was It was as beautiful as it could get for a candidate forum. You understand what I'm saying? It was absolutely beautiful. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Jody Riddleberger, who's the actual uh, uh, coordinator of this event, C4GC. Look them up, man. Google them. Get involved. If you're in Guilford County, if you're in Greensboro, you want to know more about your local politics, you want to do something, you know, there's a lot of people out there talking and, and not doing a thing out there. So, you know, if you actually want to get involved and, and know about the issues and know what you're talking about when you engage in these type of conversations, I challenge you guys to Google C4GC, go online, find them. They're there, get involved. They have book clubs. They got, man, you name it, they got it. They have a budget committee. I mean, they're on it, man. Now, now Herman Cain might need to get in touch with these folks. You know what I mean? Now, they look, they, the, Cain, the Cain campaign looks pretty organized. But, you know, these people right here, no, listen, North Carolina is the battleground state. Like it or not, North Carolina is where it's going down. 
So if you want to get in North Carolina and you want to get with some of the conservatives out there, some of the independents out there, and you want to gain the votes here in North Carolina because the Democrats are coming. No disrespect to the Obama campaign. I, hey, you guys are doing what you're doing, but I'm a conservative, so that's what I'm going to speak for. You understand where I'm going with this? So if you want to come to North Carolina, and, and I'm not a member of the C4GC, but I think a lot of these folks, because everything that I've seen them do has been absolutely 1,000% professional, and it's been pleasant, definitely for me and, and everybody else that's been around me. So, B.I.G., shout out to them folks. Man, I, I didn't mean to go on a tangent for them, but, hey, man, it is what it is. When somebody's doing something good in the community, and, and I'm all about the community, I'm a member of the Frederick Douglass Foundation, the media coordinator for the Frederick Douglass Foundation of North Carolina. Look look us up, FDFNC, and this is what we do. You know, we're real big on the community, and any way that we can help anybody out there, Democrat, Republican, no matter who you are, where you are and what you do, definitely call on us, man. Look us up, fdfnc.org. We're there. My man Kevin Daniels, president of the Frederick Douglass Foundation, we will come wherever you guys are, okay, wherever you are. And now, now, now with all that said, I just got to say this real quick because Kevin will never say this. So I'm going to take the chance and talk to all of my 175,000 officially, well, 174,000. Thousand ninety two. Okay, so I'm going to say 175,000 listeners. I'm saying this to all you guys. If you call on FDF, not me, you know, per se, but if you call on Kevin, how about look out for the man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, it's, it's crazy out here. Things are tight out here. I, I don't know. You know, he may be well off or whatever. We don't talk about finances too much, but I'm just saying, man, you know, I look at some of the emails and we get called to places like Washington, California, and and you know, folks, it, it takes money to do the type of things that we're doing. So, you know, even uh, to pay for transportation says a long thing. But if you don't pay anything, if you don't have anything all, in all seriousness, if you need something in a community or you, you need a voice or, you know, maybe we can schedule something. Maybe we can talk about a rally. I don't know. Look up C4GC. Look up uh, the Frederick Douglass Foundation. You can Google us. We're out there, man. We're in the streets. We're doing things. We're all over the neighborhoods and we're trying to make a difference. So, you know, B.I.G. shout out to the folks out there in Guilford County and, and another another special shout out to my people out there in the Frederick Douglass Foundation, man, because, you know, in today's times, there's a lot of uh, a lot of trickery. I guess that's the word. I can. Is trickery fair? No. Trick, well, I'm going to say trickery. Find me a new word. I, I'll say a lot of trickery going on out there and uh, especially in politics. You know what I mean? There's a there's a. Uh, you know, speaking for the black community, I want to say that let me let me say this. Let me say this at first. I think that the black community has been bombarded by President Obama and and his campaign. And I don't I don't get off, you know, insulting the president. So I'm not doing that for all the folks out here out there who are listening. I, I don't do that. I don't I don't insult the president. I maybe I might disagree with some of his policies, but frankly, I try not to talk about the president too much anyway because we're in North Carolina, and we got a thing to take care of our own self. I mean, for God's sakes, we got a governor who said she don't think we should vote on Congress. She thinks Congress should stay in their place. They should keep their job that we shouldn't vote to get things done. Oh, my God. I got a clip of that. I'm, I'm going to play that, too, real soon, but... uh. And if you go on the Facebook page, it's uh, facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. You will see a, a posting on there, I think, right? 
I think Joe got a posting on there, and uh, you can get some information about what she said and how she said it. This woman says she doesn't believe, in, in a nutshell, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. She doesn't believe that con- to get the things done that we need done, she doesn't believe that we should vote on Congress, that Congress should actually stay in for an additional two years, I think it was, four years, I don't know. I think she said two years, or I don't even know if she said a term. But the fact remains that the woman said she doesn't think that we should vote on Congress because they need to keep their jobs to do what needs to be done. North Carolina, if you are not awake, boom, wake up. Because this woman here needs to go. She got to get out of here. Shout out to Pat McCrory, man. We're trying to get you on the show. Matter of fact, we're going to have Pat McCrory on the show. I'm going to speak for him. We're going to have you on the show, and we're going to talk about some things that's going on with you running for running for governor. Because uh, Ben Perdue, she got to go, and I don't see anybody else out there that can get the job done. Pat McCrory's been involved. He's been in politics for God knows how long, a lot longer than me. So we're going to bring him on the show and see what he has to say about things like this and what, what kind of uh, moves he would make to improve North Carolina, this presidential battleground state that we are. Listen, man, I got to move on because, you know, if I start talking about this stuff, I'll never stop, but I- I'll come back to it. But anyway, I got to give a special shout out to my people who are going to come on here in just a second. Charlotte from stretchingyourbudget.com as she always comes on and tells everybody on the show how to live a little bit more frugal, how to save a couple of dollars. And if you're not ashamed of coupon, you know, here's, here's, a cra- here's something crazy. I'm sorry, Charlotte. I didn't mean to cut your introduction off, but here's something crazy. You got people out here. You got grown, able-bodied men. No disrespect to anybody who needs a helping hand, but you got grown, able-bodied young men who are not scared to use that damn EBT card. God forgive me, man. You're still working on me, but who are not afraid to use that EBT card. But your ass won't coupon? Are you serious? You won't use, you won't take the time to coupon, but you'll slide that American uh, that that EBT call with that big American flag on it. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Statue of Liberty or the American flag or whatever's on it, man. But anyway, shout out to everybody out there with your EBT calls, and shout out to all my couponers out there. We get ready to bring Charlotte on, man. I, I can't, I can't. Charlotte, are you there? Let's bring you on a couple minutes early because I know you got some good information for. Her. How, how are you, Charlotte? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Man, I'm um I can't believe. Let me tell you how I'm doing. I, I'm doing excellent, by the way. Okay, shout out to my baby. I love you, baby. Shout out to my wife. Anyway, always hold me down. I got some coffee, oh. but um I'm doing well. But I'm trying to figure how you. Well, maybe I don't know. Can you coupon and use an EBT car show? Yes, you can. And I was laughing at you talking about that because think about how much you could buy with that EBT card plus using coupons. <laughs> That is right there, man. I, I, this is how I'm doing, Charlotte. I don't understand how grown, able bodies, no disrespect. Let me say that. I want to make sure I'm clear on that. No disrespect to anybody who needs that helping hand. Understand? I know we're going through some triumphant times right now, so, you, you know, you know. but I don't understand how people won't take the time to coupon, but you'll take the time to go apply for that EBT card. And, and, and I'll tell you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'll tell you why. It's because swiping my EBT card is easy. It doesn't take work. Oh, well, there it is. Charlotte, take off. I'm, I'm <laughs> done for a minute. I'm going to sit back, drink my coffee, and listen to what you got to tell us. All right, well, cool. Um, well, as always, it's a pleasure to be on the show, and I look forward to this every week, getting to speak to you guys about how to save money and live life a little bit more frugal. Um, and I have a topic that maybe people would like to hear about tonight, but ways to save money at Walmart. 
Um, one of the places that um, drives some people absolutely insane when they step foot into Walmart um, because the crowds and the kids screaming and parents not running and people swiping that EBT card and not using coupons. I know it drives me crazy too. But, um, you know, Walmart is one of those places that most people go because they think it's the cheapest. Um, I don't think it's the cheapest without using coupons. So um, there are a couple things that I'm going to talk about that we can do without coupons but also with coupons. So um, take note if you're a big Walmart shopper. First of all, one of the things um, that I'd like to point out is that Walmart has recently changed their coupon policy to allow overage. The, what that means is that, let's for, say, for example, you have a $3 off coupon, and the item that you're buying is only a dollar. Well, Walmart will allow you to apply that extra $2 onto any other item in your cart, or they'll give you cash back. Yes, cash back. Those are things that you don't hear very often, and this is one of the reasons why I'm bringing me up to you, see that you know. Um, but there's, uh, if you look at coupons, a lot of coupons will say excludes trial size or this coupon's only valid for one ounce or higher. But occasionally you will find some coupons that are available that do not have those exclusions. These are the type of coupons you want to look for to take to Walmart because you can buy the trial size item that does not have a restriction written on it for a dollar in the dollar spot and use that $3 coupon and you make two bucks. So imagine if you have like six coupons of one item, you're going to be making $12. So that's worth your time stepping into Walmart just to buy a few trial items. Now, with those trial items, I don't want you just to push them aside and if you're not ever going to use them. You know, I'm a big advocate of giving back. So you can create a gift basket for someone who needs something with those trial toiletries, or you can create um, a Christmas present for someone that you know that likes to have things that smell good. You can put all kinds of lotions, body soap, whatever it is that you end up buying. Please do not let it go to waste. Um so that's one of the big, 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 big hot topics. Um, I love ways to make money on things that I'm going to buy anyways. We talked last week about shopping online and making money by doing that. So this is a way that you don't have to shop online. You can shop in your favorite local store um, and still make money. So that's an awesome way to um, cut your budget because let's say that you have a whole – grocery cart full of stuff and you make $12 on buying six items, well, that's going to be like knocking off a big chunk of change and lowering your out-of-pocket. So um huge fan of cashback. I do it all the time and um, it works, no problems. Just make sure you read your coupon and do it correctly. Um, another thing that I want to point out is that Walmart does price matching. Um, price matching is basically what it sounds like. You can take an ad of whatever sales flyer it is that you're looking at to Walmart, and they will price match whatever that competitor's ad is. So I wanted to bring up an example of toys. Um, I talked a little bit about last week, getting prepared for Christmas. This is another way to um, be able to give back in your community. I was talking to my husband about this before I came on the show, 
And um, he was saying the one of the big things that we like to do is to donate toys to the um, men and women who are in prison and their kids don't get to have Christmas because their parents aren't around. So um, one of the things we like to do is try to find toys at a good deal so that we can give. And this is a huge thing. I'm sure tons of communities around do this. If they don't, there's Toys for Tots. There's... Um, you know, all kinds of different local things that I'm sure you can find to give toys to. But um, one of the big things right now is they're starting to put toys on sale, and Big Lots is one that we really try to check. Their sales prices are fairly low, and it's a good way for us to um, get a good sale. So we'll take our Big Lots tab to Walmart. They will price match, matching the price at Big Lots, and then we can use a toy coupon that we found um, to try to, you know, get a, a good deal on the toy. So another great way, it doesn't have to be just on toys, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, you can do it on any item at any competitor's ad. You just have to make sure you bring the actual ad in, no printouts from the uh, from the computer. Um, the next thing that I would say that's awesome about Walmart is, and I'm sure most of you know, but if you don't, since we are talking about frugal and trying to save, is that Walmart offers their prescriptions, generic prescriptions, at $4. This is um, still, a, you know, not every prescription is available, but there are some that hopefully some of you guys use, and you'll be able to save some money. So just don't forget that while you're at Walmart. Um, another thing that Walmart allows or offers on their website is free samples. Now, we love free samples, um, and I don't know who doesn't love free anything, so I'm sure you would enjoy this. But um, they, you can go on their website, and there's this little section for free sample offers. You just fill out your mailing address and your name, and they will send it right to your um, mailbox. So it's kind of cool. Spices up your um, normal bills that come in the mail. They also offer printable coupons on their website, another great way to save um, I love printing coupons because a lot of times coupons that are printed are higher value, something that we don't normally get. Um, shop in the clearance section. I cannot tell you how many good deals I have gotten from Walmart's clearance section. You do have to spend some time rummaging through because people are not polite and can't put things back, but it's still worth um, a little skim through walking down the aisle. One more thing uh, that Walmart offers is free site-to-store shipping. So if you find an item in the store and they don't have your size or the, the correct thing that you're looking for, you can go online, walmart.com, and you can select free site-to-store shipping. So they will ship that item to your local Walmart store, and then you just go pick it up. So, um, yeah, you do have to go back to the store, but you save that. 7 to $14 shipping, so definitely worth looking into. Um, that's basically the, the main things that I wanted to say about Walmart, but the two big ones that I want to emphasize is that cash back and that price match guarantee. So those are two things that you might want to check in the next time you're walking to Walmart. That's it. Sounds good to me, even though, you know, we don't uh, we don't support stores that have a, a lot of employees and only one line open after 5 o'clock in the afternoon. 
That's my beef with Walmart. Everybody knew that for a long time. I wouldn't even say the name on the show. They've gotten better, though. I've seen that they've gotten better. So, you know, it is what it is. But they need to pay for some advertisements as much as name drops. We just got them. But anyway, anybody, any Walmart, uh, <laughs> any Walmart executives out there, you know, KIRPRadio at gmail.com, you know, you, you owe us a couple dollars. Anyway, Charlotte, let me, um, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. I heard something about Lailway going on. Uh, that was that was going to start up, and, and I think you mentioned that. I'm not sure, but I don't know if I read it or you mentioned it on the site. But uh, tell us a little bit of what's going on about with Lailway and some of the limitations and maybe some ideas that we can use through the holidays that's coming up. Okay, yeah, that's good. I did write um, a little something about that, but Walmart is bringing back Lailway um, during the Christmas season. I know that's something that um, – most people need. I mean, we all need a little help, and you can't always pay for things out of pocket, and that's mm-hmm. totally understandable. You just have to make sure that you pay 10% down when you um, drop off or, you know, add your layaway items to the thing, and then you have to make sure that you pay in full before you pick it up. Um, they usually give you a time frame as to when you need to pick it up by. But um, the eligible items that you can use for to use the layaway program are toys, electronics, um, and the fine jewelry department. So those are the eligible items. Layaway during Walmart is from October 17th through December 16th. Ah. Um, and they also do have a $5 service charge, but that's just kind of for the service. Got to write that um, down. That's, that's B.I.G. right there. One last thing to know about it, too, is that you have to make sure that your purchase is over $50. Or each item must be fifteen dollars or more. So again, I do have some restrictions, but still, most items you're going to be laying away are more than likely kind of costly. So hey, it is what it is. Got it. We got to do what we got to do, man. B I G. Shout out to Charlotte for always coming through, man. And you can catch her blog at stretchingyourbudget.com, folks. She puts countless hours into this website. She posts coupons for you. All you have to do with your lazy selves are log on to the <laughs> website, hit print, have a little bit of ink in your paper, go to the library, your school, I don't care where you go. Even ask me for them. I'll post them somewhere else or print them out and mail them to you, but it's going to cost you. We do nothing for free. Anyway, Charlotte, any shout-outs before you go, love? Um, just a shout-out to our treats. We're getting ready to do a big food drive um, here locally, and we're going to be collecting some food and uh, expired coupons. So shout-out to our treats out there for all their service. Love it. Retweet that, folks. Retweet that. B-I-G shout-out to our American soldiers out there, to the troops, always holding us down near, far, and abroad, all over the world, always holding America down. Whether we like it or not, whether they like it or not, they definitely fight for our benefits, so we should show them the utmost respect and the utmost love every time we see them. If you can, buy them a cup of coffee anytime you see them, or just tell, look at somebody and tell them thank you because... We never know what they might go through in the time of need or what they may be going through in their own mind or at their their own homes because, you know, times are tight for everybody. Charlotte, shout-out to you. Shout-out to your husband. Shout-out to all you guys, all the Charlotte's listeners out there. We love you guys. See you next week. Thank you. Have a good week. That's Charlotte again for StretchingYourBudget.com. Always coming through, showing us a little bit of love. And we're going to get to the meat of the show here in just a couple minutes. Got to go to a commercial, folks, and we will be right back in just a little second. You guys just need to uh, just hold on a minute, and, you know, we're going we're gonna to come right back with some, uh, you know, with some good information, I hope. So hang in there with us, folks. 
For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800 442 2762. Again, that's 800 442 2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. This week in the NFL, Carolina takes a nail, man. My heart is broken. You know, we got to bring you guys a football score, so I just got to let you know. In the Carolinas, we lose. I'm sorry, in Chicago, Chicago 34, Carolina 29. As Cam Newton came out blazing. Buffalo loses in the end to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. I mean, this is only in the NFL, man. This, this does not normally happen. But anyway, Cincinnati 23, Buffalo 20. As Buffalo starts out really good right now, 3-1. Tennessee 31 over Cleveland 13, which is to be expected. Detroit is real this year in a comeback over the Dallas ah, Cowboys. 34-30, Cowboys taking L. Cowboys, Romo's not, not looking too hot. Three turnovers in the second half. Also, Minnesota 17, Kansas City 22 as McNabb takes another L. And they're wondering what's going on out there, out there in Minnesota. Washington 17, St. Louis 10. San Francisco beats Philly, saying Mr. Vic home with the dogs. 24-23 as San Fran takes the W. New Orleans 23 over Jacksonville 10. Houston 17, Pittsburgh 10. 
New York Giants to G-Men are back. 31-27 is Fitzgerald and Cole takes a nail. 31-27, Arizona 27 takes another L on the season. It's almost too late for those guys. They're starting out real bad, but... They've been there before. Atlanta 30, Seattle 28 as Atlanta takes another W. Denver 23, Green Bay Packers. The NFC, I'm sorry, NFL champions 49-23 as Green Bay pours it on. New England 31, Oakland Raiders 19, San Diego and Miami went at it. 16-26, San Diego's way. Sunday night at 8.20. Don't forget, we got the Giants and the Baltimore Ravens as Ray Lewis expect to cause some havoc. We're going to see what happens. Monday night, Indy takes on Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. 8.30 is the Monday night. Are you ready for some football games? This this NFL moment was brought to you by SoundChew.com. SoundChew, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Got a few commercials out of the way. Shout out to our, our official sponsors at SoundChew.com. Always coming through, always holding us down, man. Always supporting what we do. So we definitely support what they do. Had to bring you guys the NFL scores early because, you know, we're on West Coast time this afternoon. So we got to do what we got to do. But anyway, the moment of clarity and the question right now that I have for everybody out there and especially the black folks, you know, myself included. Well, well, not the reason I voted for President Obama. I have my own reason. I've displayed them a million times or more. But uh, here's the ultimate question. And to everybody out there, make sure if you're just logging on, I appreciate you guys rocking with us. 619-638-8559 is the number. Make sure you hit that number one. If you got a comment to make, we'll get to you as soon as we can. Number one. Got to press the number one, folks, because... We don't want you holding for nothing. But anyway, shout out to everybody out there who's listening. The question of the hour, Kane or Obama? Two black men running for president. Who will be, who will be the next president? Right now, Herman Kane is, you know, he's on his way. He's making his move. His stock is rising. His popularity is getting bigger. He's got the 9-9 plan out there. And we're trying to get Mr. Kane on the show. So any of you guys out there, make sure you log on to our Twitter, at symbol K-I-R-P radio show. Shout out to Joe for getting that on there. Make sure you retweet that. We're trying to get Herman Kane on the show. We got a couple of questions to ask the man. Everybody else is asking them questions. So, you know, we're the number one, you know, black conservative. Let me pop my collar real quick. But, you know, we're the number one black conservative radio show in the southeast. Definitely number one in Carolina's official. Officially. So, you know, we got a couple of questions to ask 
ourselves. Um, I'm going to go to a caller right now, another show that is called, and it's called The Invisible Conservative. We're going to ask him who would he vote for and why would he vote for him. Invisible Conservative, you are on the air with Pudgy. How are you this evening? What's up, stranger? Haven't talked to you in a while, it's but been a little I'm bit, good. Brother. Well, who did I vote for? I tell you who I didn't vote for. I did not vote for Barack Obama. <laughs> I kind of knew that was coming, but you, you had some good reasons, though. The reasons the last time you came on the show, you know, you explained to us. Yes, because I knew that his policies are not good for the country, and mm-hmm. if people would have just opened their eyes and saw what he was saying, fundamentally changing America. That one word right there told me that he wasn't changing America for the good. He was shaping it so that only a few people in a centralized location would have all the power. And everything that I thought is coming to pass. As Call more. me deaf and dumb Willie because I voted for him and I, I thought, you know, I, I had some, some reasons that I displayed several times ago. I won't, I won't get into it now because it's very long, but right. I voted for him and I was wrong apparently because what's going on now, a lot of his policies that I followed that I've actually read, I've dug into the health care bill and I gave up around 1,700 pages, um, wow. HR 200, HB 3200, so I gave up on that and, and then I saw the amendment come out and it's just crazy, but you know, long story short, Kane or Obama, and why would you vote for either? Oh, Herman Kane all the way. Herman Kane all the way. Actually, before he was even popular, he was my choice because there was just something about him. And the thing of it is, when he attacks another candidate, he mm-hmm. doesn't attack them personally. He mm-hmm. attacks their policy. Ah. And if you remember during the um, debates how everybody was piling on Rick Perry, Mitt Romney, and all that stuff, he didn't attack them personally. Right. He attacked policies, and then a lot of times when the um, when the moderators tried to get him to talk about somebody, he he said no. Let's talk about the issues that are affecting America. Right. And he kept bringing them back to <laughs> – it's kind of funny because usually the um, hosts or the news people, they're supposed to be the ones that bring people back on point. And he was having to bring them back on point because they were trying to get go off on a tangent, especially <laughs> during the MSNBC debate. And I cracked up when he did that. So – well, you know, I've been listening to Herman Cain for a while, and, uh, you know, i I, I got to say that he's, right now, he's won me over um, because he came out firmly and, and issued a policy to America during this presidential campaign to say, hey, here I am, here's my answer to economic, uh, uh, some sort of resolve to what's going on now in America and and he's been the first to do that other than the jobs bill by President Obama. So when you compare the two and, and I don't know if you follow so I'll just ask you the question and if you don't know that's fine, but when you compare the jobs bill compared to the nine 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 plan, what do you think? Is there a fair comparison to say that Herman Cain's nine 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 plan is better than the president's jobs bill? Yes, I know what both of them are in yes. The jobs bill, as you probably already know, it has hidden regulations in it that, you know, 
that's going to impose taxes and regulations on corporations. Mm. And yet 999, the 999 plan lowering the corporate tax rate to 9%, and I believe the overall income tax rate, and I forget Mm -hmm. what the third one was, but – But if you have a corporate tax rate at 9% um, pudge, that that capital that's about – let me see. It's about $16 trillion in liquid assets that American companies have setting offshore. And one question that Americans, especially you have those liberal idiots up, They're protesting in New York talking about, well, the greed of Wall Street, this, that, and the other. If they were to actually ask themselves the question, okay, they're sending jobs overseas and they're building factories overseas, but how come the profits that they're making, how come they're not investing in those countries? Why are they just putting it into the bank? And the question or the answer to that is America still is the safest place in the world to invest. But as a business owner, why would you want to invest somewhere where the um, corporate tax rate is setting at close to 40%? Wow. Well, listen, man, you know, we can really get into all the percentages and the corporate tax rates and, and, Cap, we, and that, that conversation can spill over to capitalism, and we can start talking about laws and jobs overseas and this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, the, the question that remains in my mind is, will will black America vote for a black Republican or black conservative? Well, black, black Republican, let's call it what it is. Right. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that needs to be done if we really want to expose the lies of the liberal plantation, if you will, we actually have to take it back to the back to the roots. We have to start being brutally honest about the past history of the Democratic Party and their racist policies and then start asking people, okay, so um, if you're okay with being in institutionalized slavery – you have no recourse when somebody um, does something discriminatory towards you because you are supporting the most racist organization in this country. Some people, uh, you know, go into my Facebook, and, and I just want to keep you on while I got you because okay. I, I just want to share something with you and, and ask you how you feel about this. But um, I, And I don't know if you want his name said, but... Here's a comment from one listener, and it's a two-part comment, but I just want to know what you think about it. Okay. He says, uh, Herman Cain has been a joke to me for a long time, long before running for president. He has always said, he's always said what a certain group of people want to hear from him. That's the only reason he'll receive votes from that group of people, not just for the majority of the people. I didn't want to be too direct, but I will be now. For me, listening to Herman Cain over the years, he is a puppet for Republicans and teabaggers. Hmm. I love hearing comments like that. And before I make my comment, the end of the the individual who made that comment was that another was that another black person that, that made that comment? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, this is what I would say to that. Okay, he's just a puppet for re- the Republican Party. For, so for this, the Republican this, Party. this is what I would ask ask your listener. What do you think you are? You are you are a puppet um for you're a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. Not only that, you have a problem with the fact that Herman Cain um exercised his individual right to be a successful wealthy black man in America. Unfortunately, for you, sir, and this is what I would say, you have bought the liberal line, hook, line, and sinker that you have been victimized, that you cannot get ahead because the man is trying to hold you back, and the only one that's holding you back is the very party that you support. Sounds like you campaigning. (laughs) Well, (laughs) sounds like you campaigning. Let me find out. (laughs) <laughs> Let's see if we can get an individual conservative out there, invisible conservative for president. How, what do you feel about that? Man, I, you know, if I ran for president, I'd be too brutally honest because I'm like this. You know what? If we we work for the American people, the American people don't work for me. So I would literally, I'd be like, I would be going to the places where a lot of the big um, time candidates don't go. They only go certain places. But other than Herman Cain, I don't really know of any other candidates that has went to the inner cities. It's like it's like they're marginalizing black people. And I'm gonna tell you something. If the mainstream GOP don't wake up, because the truth of the matter is this: black people are vulnerable. And the GOP could make a major inroads into the black community if they would just keep speaking the truth. And I'm telling you, it's time to be brutally honest. And as black conservatives, we all, first of all, as black conservatives, we all have to unite because there's about four million of us. And if we unite it under one banner... Our voice would be a powerful voice that could be no longer ignored. And those in our, in our community who s- would see the success of the businesses that we start and the different things along those lines, they'll be they'll get to thinking, okay, wait a minute. I'm a Democrat, and I'm in poverty. They're conservative, and they're prospering. Well, 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 check this out. Is 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 President Obama getting it? And I just want to play devil devil's advocate for a second. Is President Obama really giving a fair shake? Are we really giving him a fair shake, considering having a Republican House and Senate or Republican Congress? Sorry. You you mean we have a Republican House, a Democratic Senate? When when the um, Senate. And the House was controlled for two years by Democrats. He didn't do nothing when it came to issues of jobs. Barack Obama, Barack Obama, he will go campaign in different places and along the lines. But you know, when he did his bus tour, he didn't set foot 
in the inner city and speak directly to black people. He goes to the Congressional Black Caucus, and then they go back home and speak to their constituents. So you tell me, why is it that he can, just yesterday I believe it was, can go um, appear at some homosexual event, but he cannot, he cannot go and specifically face the very people who were responsible for putting him in office based solely on the color of his skin? Well, in in all fairness, he, he said out of his own mouth now that he didn't support uh, same-sex marriage, but he does support civil unions. It's the same thing coded under. It's just same thing reworded. And see, that's that's another... That's another area where where the politicians they think we as Americans are dumb. It's 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 still marriage. It's just marriage named another way. And and he only when he said that he only said what he thought people wanted to hear. He supports the homosexual um agenda because they poured millions of dollars into his campaigns. So he has to support it, but he has to say something differently not to upset um, some in his base because a lot of people don't realize there are a lot of Democrats who don't support same-sex marriage. Mm. They don't. And so he didn't want to alienate his base. Mm -hmm. To Barack Obama, it's all a game. He's very smart. He knows what he's doing. And like he said, I'm going to fundamentally change America, and he's trying. But the but there's that old saying that goes, you keep poking a sleeping bear, and eventually it will wake up. <laughs> Shout out to Sonny Johnson, man. That's, that's my homegirl from the FND, Full Negro Dialect, another group that I'm in. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's the saying that she says a lot. You know, we're going to poke the bear, and that's what we do, her and myself and Kevin Daniels, who I have on the show quite frequently. We poke the sleeping bear because, man, frankly, I don't care which side you're on. Right now, what we're facing in America is quite different than anything we've ever faced before. Right. I mean, you, you, you look at the money situation, you look at the economics, you look at the social situations, it seems like it's going to a wasteland. You look at some of the policies that are implemented. It, it's absolutely crazy, and it's almost chaos out here in the United States, not to mention extreme capitalism where folks really don't care anything about people or they don't care anything about what's going on in their in their, uh, uh, in their their business interests. They only care about the money that they're going to make. And it seems that the American uh, government is allowing these things to happen or allowing businesses to go overseas and still conduct the same type of business as if they were operating in the United States. That's something that I don't agree with, and that's something that I'm looking forward to hearing from either candidate to talk about. Will these things continue to happen? Because they haven't stopped, and the, and the dollar value continues to drop, and American citizens con- citizens continue to lose. So that's something I'm waiting on hearing about from both candidates, either candidate and the person that I will vote for. I, Herman Cain has won a lot of respect from me. I really haven't said who I'm going to vote for yet because right. I jumped to the gun with President Obama with some of the things I thought was good on his behalf, and it turned out they weren't that good as I thought they would be. So 
I'm I'm going I'm going about it in the slow road, you know. I'm dotting my eyes and crossing my T's, and I'm going back in history a little bit. And and I'm I'm used to Mr. Kane for the last few years, but first he's got to come out of the Republican side of the primary, and we don't know what's going to happen there. Right. It's, 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 it's looking pretty good right now, but I'm really curious to know to to all of America what's going to happen when or if we have two black candidates candidates, one who worked a real job, just like everyday American citizens who made their way to the top on their own back and off, off the sweat of their brow. So that's why right. I have more respect for Mr. Kane than I do for Mr. Obama. This man made his millions the same way that a lot of us think that we can do and that we exactly. set out to make our money. And I have, I have the utmost respect for anybody like that. The same way I respect Jay-Z, the same way I respect Pete Diddy, the same way I respect anybody else in the hip, you know, Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson, anybody else. This man did it in business, and I see the same comparisons. But the difference is I see black people not even giving Herman Cain a fair shake because he's a Republican, and I don't get it when the Republican history directly reflects the benefit of black people. Even though exactly. some things have changed, you know, a lot of things have changed, and a lot of things need to be you know, redirected to the black community, and, and a lot of things need to be understood, and it starts with education first. I'm not saying Republicans did everything right. I think for a large part, a lot of black people are sitting around going, hey, when we were struggling, I know that a lot of people really know that blacks were once Republicans or blacks that really are Republicans or conservatives, for lack of a better word, but a lot of people have alienated that because of things that have happened, you know, throughout history, throughout the last 20 to 40 years. But it's amazing to me, and I'll let you go in a second, but it's amazing to me that for 40 years, at least for 40 years, black people have primarily voted for Democrats. Right. And, and like the song says, look at us now. Right. Well, part of the issue with that, you have to remember when, you know, when you get told, hey, we're going to create this great society, which is going to reduce um, poverty and all this, that, and the other, and all it did was reversed the trend, if you will. And I want I want to make a point real quick, and then I, I have a show, actually, I'm doing my show tonight at 8, and I'm talking about faith and politics, because it's Shout Sunday. Out to Invisible Conservative Show. Um. But I wanted to say this because we only hear what the mainstream media wants us to hear when it comes to the whole issue with jobs going overseas. It's not that those com those companies want to go overseas because the truth of the matter is this. They don't go overseas because the labor is cheaper. They go overseas for two reasons. One that does, one of the reasons that does um, affect labor, but it's one, the corporate tax rates, and two, two, you have the unions that are pushing up the labor cost. Because if you look at businesses in states that are right-to-work states versus states that are union states, and then you compare their labor costs, it's, it's astronomical. And then a lot of those people, because they're in a union, they're lazy, they do a half-tailed job instead of giving, the, giving their all, and, and you know – a lot of the union bosses, they just want to shake the companies down for, you know, to get more out of them without contributing 
um, without contributing more. So hmm. really, we have to we have to um, really dig into that because I'm a business major, mm-hmm. and so. Um, so that you know that is something that I do know know about you know I could I could even break break it down about the whole how they how they're saying that the wealthy don't do not pay their um fair share but see a word that they don't listen to they say well they don't pay their fair share of income taxes but here's the kicker here's the little kicker of the Overall taxes that's paid in this nation, the top 50% pay 96.4% of all taxes paid in this nation, the top Mm. 50%. So answer me this. How much more can you raise their taxes? Because if you think about this, if you just raise their income rates, levels, to about 45% from what it is, that would push their overall tax um, contribution to about 98%. Mm. Think about that for a minute. So before we ostracize um, the wealthy, now it'd be one thing if it was somebody that got their wealth through illegal means. I'm talking about people like um um Herman Cain who busted his tail, worked his way up, you know, the corporate ladder, made millions. Why should he be pun- punished for doing something the right way? If I treat my employees very well, why should I be punished because I started a business that got that made me very successful. Why should I be punished? And that's the way we have to look at it. Nobody, all the 97% of Americans who are working for an employee, mm-hmm. and here's the kicker, I'm pledged and I have to go. The kicker is this. No one told them that they could not go out, start a business, and get wealthy themselves. What it is, if those people, if the shoe was on the other foot and they were the ones that had all the wealth, they wouldn't be complaining. Wow. That's a big comment right there. That's a B.I.G. comment. And you threw some numbers numbers around it. I, I definitely got to go back and look at and research those numbers because I'm not a business major, but I am a businessman and you know, right now we're sitting at $2 million this year, and I definitely don't want to – not not my own money. I work for a company. Don't, let, don't get it twisted. Right. Because Pete don't have no $2 million sitting around here. <laughs> but, I hear you. You know, it is what it is, man. I don't want to get into all of that. But any shout-outs before you go, brother? I know you have to do a show. Well, just want to say God bless everybody. Uh, peace. Love you. And there is um, – I have been trying to find Sonny's um, contact information because I want to interview her. On the show. I'll so, make sure to contact her. Send me an email at kirpradio at gmail.com and we'll connect okay. you, brother. Okay, I appreciate that. And God bless you. And I'm going to try to um, stick my head in more off a uh, little bit more. I've just been, you know, getting ready to finish my finals this week and just a lot of other craziness. But it's good to be on your show again. Thank you, sir. And God bless you too. Good luck to you on your finals, brother. Thank you. 
That's my man from the Invisible Conservative Radio Show. Check him out on blogtalkradio.com, Invisible Conservative. He's about to go on the air, and I think he's out of Chi-Town, so make sure you check him out. Um, we're going to go to another caller, man. We'll just skip the commercials at the 9 hour because, you know, we, we're live in L.A. Shout out to all my folks out there in sunny L.A., all my people out there in Washington, D.C. who will be listening to the broadcast next Wednesday night, www.krpradioshow.com. Also, you can catch us on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash krpradioshow on Twitter, at symbol krpradioshow, at symbol NC Pudgy. That's me, so make sure you add me. And like I said before, don't be surprised at what I might say because um. <clears throat> As my mama used to say, I'm grown. And um, shout out to everybody else out there who listening to the K-I-R-P. Going to another caller out of the 405. Caller, you are on the air with us. You are the only caller out of the 405 today, I think. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's my first time calling in. I want to say this very interesting topics. You know, and uh, as far as Obama goes, who I would vote for, I didn't vote for Obama because you know, I didn't. I didn't agree with any, some of his ideals anyway. Out the gate, I have been following Obama for years and years already, and really, I'm not a voter anyway. But if I would vote, I probably would vote more conservative, actually. Yeah. Why? Why is that? If you don't, if you don't mind me asking, this call. Well, because you know, I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not liberally minded. I don't agree with homosexuality and the homosexual agenda. You know, I think he's been very lax on that. I don't know if you know about California, but they just passed legislation that. Children are going to be taught about great homosexual leaders now. You know that that disturbs me. You know, and I, I may have seen some, and I don't mind. You know, that's that's wow. what I do actually. So you know, it's it's you man. Basically, the, the country's going up to hell in the hand. But you know, and to me, Obama's been a really big, big puppet. You know, and our people were so worried about electing a black president, in which to me, he's not really black anyway, because his ancestors weren't brought over on slave ships. Mine were. He's mulatto, right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he don't know what the plight, you know, he don't know what the plight of the black man is. He doesn't. Going to school in Hawaii and whatnot, you know. Now, Michelle, she knows what it is to be black, you know. That's about as close as he's going to get to ever being black as far as I'm concerned. But him, nah, I pass, I pass on that. So, you know, well, we really never have, we have it to date, you know. I tell people that all the time. In barbershops, wherever I'm at, however, we have not had a black president truly in America. Wow, that's no, that's a strong that's a strong comment. A lot of people take offense to that, even when I, you know, I do that a lot too, man. And and sometimes it's a strike up conversation because I'm curious into what people are thinking. You know what I mean? I, I want to know what's really going on in the minds of folks today. Are they are they still really looking at this black black man or, or several claimed black men, or you know, and and are they really thinking about the issues because? I remember just a short time ago when George Bush was the president, and, and I didn't agree a lot with George Bush. Some things I did, some things I didn't, as every president. That's just me. But just mm -hmm. some time ago, you know, we blamed George Bush for the hurricane in Katrina, which I felt like more could have been done. Um, the more I study on it, the more I realize that some things couldn't be done that I thought because he was only the president. There's certain channels that you have to go through. But, you know, that that's just me, you know. So I'm yeah, curious to how you know, people we got, a, we got a campaign going on here in Oklahoma City. It's called Getting Red Dirt Ready. You know, with all the catastrophic things that are happening right now, people have to be blind if you think that you're, if your government. When did we ever start depending on our government to take care of us? If you, don't have enough provisions, if you don't have enough provisions for your household, household for at least one week, two weeks, I'm talking about water, emergency medical aid. I, I, I'm, I'm in Oklahoma City, so I'm, 
I, I'm a I'm a first I'm a Red Cross first responder, so mm-hmm. I deal with a lot of people coming in from Katrina. If you don't have if you didn't have a weapon that was going on, you were at bay. So if you don't, our people are not our people are asleep at the wheel. Mm-hmm. We go to the grocery store, we go to our job, we go to the gas station. We think everything is supposed to be there. Everything in our lives is artificial. This is not real, people. You know what I'm saying? This can wow. all this all this can fall apart, and and it is going to fall apart within a matter of moments. Listen, I can't give up all my sources, but one day you'll get to talk to me again, Pudgy. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm very close with somebody who has firsthand knowledge of all the, all the plans as far as the city plans as far as basically shutting down cities. It only takes about 30 minutes to call the National Guardian to, put, to uh, shut down your city. That's a fact. Think about this. Think, think about this. When you can't go to the grocery store, what, what you going to eat? You know, when uh, when 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 chaos breaks out, which it is going to break out here, and everything, and if you don't realize the chaos is going to happen in America, all you have to do is look over at Europe. Europe is the mother of America, so boom, mm-hmm. look at look at what's going on over there, and it always comes back here. So basically, what 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 I tell, I ask, I, on my Facebook page, I ask everybody all the time here in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City's pops is only 1.5 million, mm-hmm. the three major pop metropolises around us. So that's not a lot of that's not even a lot of black people, but. I ask people, are you ready? You know, do you have do you have weapons to protect yourself? Because that's needed. I mean, I don't care what your faith is, whether you're Christian, Muslim, whatever. You better have yourself someone with some weapons. Because check it out, when it all falls down, you know, your your neighbor next door, if he knows mm-hmm. you got it, he coming to get it. Yeah. You know. So, and I had a question for you, Pudgy. Is your is your pockets is your pockets line better? Uh, since Obama being president, I had more money when Bush was president. I did too, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm spending. I, 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 I done spent my Bush money, man. <laughs> you wow. know, I, I, you talk about a man in business. You know, a couple of businesses. I yeah. spent my Bush money. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, like, yeah, like I said, I, you know, I sat there. You know, I sat around. You know, some, you know, some of my constituents, whenever when he was, you know, whenever he won or whatever, and I saw all the tears and celebration there, whatever. We'll just take any kind of little victory we can get our hands on it too, man. That's how bad that's, we are right now. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Well, that's what it is, yeah. man. Not even what it feels like. That that's what it is. Will will black America though will black America vote for take Herman Cain out the picture for a minute. Will black America vote for anybody other than Barack Obama? No, they won't. Because what we don't do do is we don't educate ourselves on on what he's bringing to the table, what his administration is going to bring, you know, who he's going to appoint when he brings in, how things are going to fizzle down to a local level. As far as government goes, I don't think it really makes much difference after you get past, you know, your senators or whatever. Or are they really working in there? And then you look at the salaries that these people are getting. These people are being taken. They're on the payroll for the rest of their lives. Do you hear yeah. me? Think yeah. about that, man. And they living, and these guys live in your neighborhood. You could drive to their house. And they getting paid? What is it? What is it? Two hundred thousand dollars for you? One hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a year? Yep. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good bread around in my neighborhood. Mine too. Mine too. You know, and then you can and then you can go do what you want to do after you've done what you've done and watched it. And you know you've been taken care of up there. It's the same old song, man. Our people are being lulled to sleep. I truly believe, Pudgy, we will never. Get equality. You cannot make what's crooked straight. We will never get equality in America. As far as I'm concerned, there is going to be a great exodus of most black people out of America. Most of them are pretty much going to sit here and go for the fall. 
But there's going to be a large number of us that are going to get out of here. And I don't know what continent it is that we're going to go to. I don't know if it's going to be Africa, <laughs> South America, whatever. But people that are my age and I'm probably a little bit younger than me, because mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, every generation gets weaker. And these little crack babies, I'm sorry. Man, they're dangerous, man. I'm a 41-year-old black man. And I do not trust these kids that are young enough to be my kids. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. man. And I have children. I have teenage children. These kids, they do. They are basically sociopaths. They walk I, I around work with, with a lot sex. of them, too. I, I yeah, work you with know, a lot I, of I have, too. I have, too. Yeah. I have, too. You know, I, I worked in the juvenile facility for five years, so I oh, know yeah. what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so these kids are, they, they're basically sociopaths. They really, they have no conscience about some of the things that they do. And I'm not labeling all kids bad because it's not so. But for the most part, they other children follow what other children do. That's pretty much the consensus of what's going on. And I'm talking to my kids, and I'm like, wow, are, are y'all related to me? You know, sometimes we have conversations. Because I know I've been teaching them, you know. You're like, and they're bigger than me. You know, my son's like big dude now. He's six foot two, and I'm like five ten. So I'm trying to reason with this cat now. You know, hey, let's yeah, talk oh, about yeah. this one, you know. Yeah, so it man, it it is. We are in terrible, terrible shape. The best thing I can say about us, though, the best thing that we got going for us right now, Coach, is family. Mm-hmm. Family, that's the best thing that we got. If you can go to your family and talk to them and educate them, like the topic of the show was, who would you vote for? You know, if you you need to, we got to educate our people on. Don't just vote for somebody because they black. Don't even do business with somebody. If you go to a donut shop. And the guy donut shop is black, but he treats you bad. Are you gonna keep on going doing business with him? See that, and that's something I had in my notes too. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, while you're on the line, I want to bring this up. Now, here's what I found amazing, and and I posted this on a Facebook before, and and I and I basically said in a nutshell, this is the only place where you can be a black man and be poor, and you tell people, hey, I'm gonna start a business and I want to do good, and everybody will support you. People will be happy. Or they might write blogs about you, like all your comments, probably write letters for you, may do a march for you. Who knows, right? But the minute you get right. successful from that business, you hate it because you're viewed as a rich man. And, and man, in the black community, we've been taught not to like rich. Nothing about rich. Not to like rich. Don't appreciate rich. Don't like rich. Nothing nothing whatsoever about rich we're not supposed to appreciate. We've been taught not to like capitalism, not to stand for capitalism. It's a bad thing. And I just don't get it. But it's amazing to me that it, it's, it's more amazing that we would vote for a black president, but we won't support black businesses in our own neighborhood. Now, well, I'm a person I believe. I believe that dollars should not leave our community until it bounces about six, seven, maybe eight times. Not everybody agrees with that, you know. My thing is we don't really have communities. Like I talked about the city that I live in right now, you don't have a community. If you don't have a Walmart, you don't have a grocery store, if you don't have certain things to take hospitals, if you don't have those things within the confines of where black people live at, you don't have a community. Also, another point that I want to bring out, too, is one person cannot speak for all black people. We have many different subcultures that are going on inside of us right now Mm -hmm. as far as blacks go. You know what I'm saying? We have... You know, you got brothers coming over. I consider them black too, Puerto Ricans. You know, you got you, you Cubans. You know, you got East Coast over here, West Coast over here. So there's so many different subcultures, so many different values. So how can one person speak for all black people? You know, I bring that up a lot. You know, in my conversations, I'm like, really, this person can't speak for me because I have a lot of conservative values. Sure. You know, some ends, I'm very liberal on other ends. You know what I'm right. saying? So mm-hmm. it's same just, here. We we.
Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been listening to you. I, I, I really enjoy your topic. I enjoy you. You seem to be an open individual, you know, and you let people finish their comments. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of, and a lot of comments, comments don't do that because you can miss out on a lot if a person doesn't say one sentence, you know, from your listeners. That's something I never liked about radio is how, and, and I've called several radio stations before, and they like to cut you off before you finish. And, man, I don't care if I have a listener talking the entire show. If they get too long-winded, of course, you know, we have to get on with the show. But, you know, you, you got to get the whole gist of the conversation before you can rebuttal to somebody, or you got to give them a fair shake, man. And, and that's a large part of what's going on, too, because we send our kids to school, and, and as well, we went to school, and we were just taught. I mean, we didn't. We got talked about Martin, we got taught about Martin Luther King, but we never mm-hmm. knew he was a Republican or why. Yeah, exactly. A card carrying Republican. I know that. I've got that on my Facebook. I put that on earlier today. I was like, if you don't know your history, I'm a, uh, I'm a high school basketball coach. If mm-hmm. you don't know your history, how the heck do you know where you're going? Man, you, you know, know all about social passing, don't you? Because when you coach kids, man, you get all that anger, oh, yeah. all that oh, frustration, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that love. You see the parents who don't care. I mentor ten to ten you know to twelve. What, though, and a half. You know, those those are the kids though that man, you 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 it's a love hate thing. I had some kids try to run me off from the job when I first started, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda like, you know, our last guy, like the guy I remember the, the show was our last guy we ran him off, and I'm a pretty big guy, you know. I was like, Okay, all right, let let let's let's give it a go. But when I resigned from my position because I started the business, man the cycle of all those kids coming to there talking to the other kids. Don't mess, my name's my last name is Johnson. Don't mess with Mr. Johnson. I urge you. He's <laughs> you. You see that? You know what I'm saying? Man, can you imagine? And I'm gonna tell you this: it's the word that I use for it. Can you imagine the anguish it was when I packed my desk that day? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we really, they say they say one person don't make a difference. One person does make a difference, man. Absolutely. One person at a really time. That's right. And even you with this show, even you with this show, you seen the you. I know you've seen the results of that, man. And I'm and I'm a person, man. I and I've been told to be quiet and taught to be quiet because my parents are very conservative, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, but now it's now like where the city that I live in, man. We have no leadership here. So actually, we had a woman named Clara Looper here in Oklahoma City who was a pioneer this for the civil rights movement. In this city, you don't really get brothers to stand up and be vocal. They are taught to tuck tail, and once and you know what you say. Our people don't like people when they get when our people when we get money. What it is, a lot of these brothers and a lot of them are pastors and preachers because it's a church every five feet in Oklahoma City. Literally. Come on now. Oh yeah, man. Oh yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's big business here. Liquor stores and churches. Yeah, liquor stores and churches. They all over the city, you know, and they all five feet from each other. But those are the ones, that that that's who has the money, and, and usually those brothers. I'm sorry, I, I have to tell the truth. They're not five people, man. They so they 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 so did. Man, what, how many churches you know that's open feeding folks, man? I, when the church doors open, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday, Sunday. Mm. You know, come on, man. You know that's why you know I don't even get on that topic, but yeah, what if we if you don't get no family, your family's not always blood related. Your blood, family can be your extended family. Your family can be your wife and your children that that you that you name. Family sure. can be your homeboys, and they talked about gangs and everything. People don't join gangs. People don't sell drugs for no reason. People, you know, everything everything in America is socioeconomics, man. That's what yeah, it is. comes down to. That's you right. know, can I eat? Can I live? There's a law here in Oklahoma. If you don't have car insurance, they impound your car. And also in Los Angeles, they impound your car, and they take you to jail. 
Automatic. Yeah. First shot. First shot. Yeah. You you going to jail. Your car's done. In LA, you got a mandatory thirty days before you can even get your car out of here. That's right. On the, that's right. They'll put the boot on it and yeah. pick it up. <laughs> Do yeah, no yeah. That. So what is it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you just finished making the last car payment on your ride. And then you lose it in the impound, and you're in jail, and they give you a bill for incarcerating you while you're in jail, and they roadblock. They they use they go to poor neighborhoods and roadblock so you can get off the highway. I don't know if you've ever been in Caltrain, get off the highway. I travel mm-hmm. a lot. And you get off the highway, they sitting right there. It looks like a scene on Terminator. Yeah, 6 so o'clock, they man. Got, 6 they p.m., they on it in Cali, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on and cracking. Yes, so sir. you think we are not under attack? The thing about it, and I challenge the sisters around here, too. That's the one thing that I lost, because when I was a kid, I saw my mom do that a whole lot. You know, my mother actually had charity, man. Our sisters really don't have no charity for us either, man. Then they wonder why brothers is running other nationalities. This is bad. Sisters are catching hell out in L.A. This brothers is not touching them. They're not. They're going out. I was a large size of Hispanics, and I love the black woman. got children by a black woman. That's why I'm going to have me as a black woman. But the sisters are catching hell. Think that's by coincidence? Hell no, it's not by coincidence. It's engineered, man. Take take the black man out of the black family, and what do you have? And and then, you know, we've been we've been voting one way, we've been living one late way. Our leaders have been for all of my life have been democratic figures, man. And and you just can't make people understand. And I'm I'm not against all Democrats, man. Let me just be blunt. Everybody, if you know me, you know that. If you listen to the show, you know that I'm not against all Democrats as though I'm not against all gays, but I don't like your actions. Your actions speak louder right. than words, and they tell me who you are. And those are the things don't that I don't compare, like. Don't I can't compare agree homosexuality. Don't compare homosexuality to the civil rights movement. Don't do that. That pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? Two totally different agendas. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Okay. And as far as the black man with one relationship, we don't, you don't have no more Florida Evans. 1975, when I was five years old, that's when child support was instituted. Child support is the worst thing that ever happened to black folks. I'm sorry. And all these sisters around here saying they don't need no man. When this crap hits the fan, we're going to see if you need a man or not. We don't live like a third world country. In a third world country, a woman still needs a man. Mm. We got rules and stuff around here. When it, when it all gets bad, brother, and it's going to get bad, we're going to see how many of these women say they don't need a man. And we're going to see how many of the men that really stand up. Because I don't work in the clubs, you know. And I done seen them when the gunshots ring. These are the youngsters, the man. <laughs> hit the floor, hit the door. <laughs> oh, they run over the girls. They run oh, yeah. over the girls. Listen, these cats ain't got enough testosterone, and they pumping in their blood these days. I'm sorry. They really, wow. really don't. I saw yeah. a study that actually look, backed that up, too, by the way. But you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. They, they're, they're, they're effeminate. They're effeminate as they want to be. They lock into the wrong. And the women... Their perception of a man is totally off right now. Like I, I tell a lot of sisters, you wouldn't know a real man if he dropped out of the sky and landed on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you for that statement, they, man. Here's a statement. Got, got, no, 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 no. And I love sisters. I love sisters. Listen, but they got a checklist, man. They actually have to keep a physical checklist. He got to do this. He got to have this. He got to have this. He got to have this. Listen, here's what a statement. Here's a statement that one listener left me, and I, and I just want to ask you, before I go to commercial, I want to ask you how you feel sure. about this. It says, uh, party trumps race, especially on the national level. This is a quote, actually. Party trumps race, especially on the national level. That came from State Senator Lisa A. Gladden, a black Baltimore Democrat in 2001. She said, party trumps race, especially on the national level. What do you think about that? A, a representative. Wow, party tr- Man, that's that's a heavy statement, you know? It is. You know, that's, that's, 
These are our representatives, and, and this is what we're fighting. Frankly, man, what it boils down to, to me, is that we need to get more back to involvement in our communities, and like you said, in our families. Shout out to a listener, Kevin Watkins, an avid supporter, always listen to the show every week, always leaving comments. Kevin Watkins said if he had one wish, because I asked the question, if you had one wish, what would it be? He said he wished that he could go to sleep, wake up, and everybody be orange. Wow. Big statement. Kevin, I'm, Kevin if you're listening, that ain't the way I want it to be, bro. I'm, I'm glad I'm black. I ain't going to say I'm pride because I don't really believe in that pride stuff, but I'm glad I'm, I'm black. That's the way God made it. We're the original man, so it is what it is. And, but if I had one wish, I wish I could wake up and I didn't have to live in a world to where I was stressed out like my counterpart, you mm-hmm. know. I wish I had, you know, but we know that world has not existed for us for four or 500 years since we've been, since our ancestors were brought over here and the wages of war were even brought over to the continent that we lived in during that time. So we expect equality in America. Brother, I'm going to tell you, you're not going to get it. The only thing that you can do is strive for is to get paid. Get you, by, I'll tell you, get, by all means, get your money. But but that you were never going to be considered an equal. That is, folks, right there, man, Oklahoma City. Shout out to you, brother. I appreciate you calling. I hope to hear from you again, man, every Sunday. You know what it is. All right, yeah. Thanks. Have a good night. So, um... You know, Kane versus Obama, I don't know, man. We'll be right back. I got to go to another commercial here. It's going to be a, a, a short commercial break because I want to get back and um, got to close the show here real soon. But I got a couple things I want to say and just bring out to the forefront and make you guys think about it. You're listening to the KRP Radio Show, www.kirpradioshow.com. Hit us up, 619-638-8559 is the number. Make sure you hit that one and we'll get to you. We'll try to get to you before the end of the show. We broadcasting live in North Carolina, but shout out to the people who listen live in L.A., baby. 500 through 1600, I'm sorry, 530 through 1600 AM radio. Also, all my people out there in Washington, D.C., you'll hear delayed broadcast Wednesday night. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Another B.I.G. shout-out to my folks out there. C4GC, FDF, Frederick Douglass Foundation. We doing it big. Sonny Kelly, what up? We in here. K-I-R-P. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. 
Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- Two one four six four two seven. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. Three three six six seven five four eight nine seven. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antique says, don't forget the reason for the season. warfare. And Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight. We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work because when they're put in place, when we govern according to those values, they work. If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself, who's pushing it? Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over. Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city, pastoring, what I saw was the Democratic Party making inner city at that time a social wasteland. Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you. We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and we stand on three basic pillars, and we don't apologize for it, but we are devoted Christians, first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are. I don't understand that. They won't mention that the vice chair, when I tell a lot of people this, even, even Republicans, they say, wow, we didn't know that. They didn't know that the vice chair of the North Carolina Republican Party is a black man named Dr. Timothy Johnson. Timothy Johnson is also the national cha- chairman and founder of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. They don't mention that the KKK was a terrorist arm of the Democratic Party. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show. Shout out to all my people out there live in L.A., baby, bringing it down, holding it down with us. And we are back on the air right at the close of the show. And, uh, you know, for a second, I just want to go to the Facebook page and, you know, talk about some of the comments that are on there. Actually, read some of the comments off in fairness because I said that I would do that. Um, I did read one off, but let me uh, let me just go down here to Marcus Mayo. He said, uh, you know, we asked the question, Kane versus Obama, who would you vote for and why? He said, I would vote for Obama because his experience in Washington as a senator, but more so for his work ethic. He laid out effective strategies and proposals in his first days of presidency, similar to, the Frank, similar to Franklin Roosevelt. Obama did and is doing the best he could possibly do with, that, with what he was left, char- charged to, left charged to. Excuse me. He has, he has and is doing all of his work as president in the midst of, of chaos. Kevin Watkins, shout out to Kevin Watkins. He says, who cares about what what part is excuse me, who cares about what part is Mr. Kane is as a man that has made it and he wants to make it possible for his grandchildren to have some chance. If anything, I feel Mr. Kane is using the Tea Party and Republican Party to reach his own goals because they give him the best chance to win and fix this country. Uh, Anna Maria goes on to say her comment, her rebuttal to that was, but the teabaggers are real fundamentalists. She says she did the best she could do when she's out of there. Before I go back, I just want to give a shout out to Major Dave, who also wants us to give a plug to the Freedom Fest in Salisbury, North Carolina, folks. Salisbury, North Carolina, the Freedom Fest is coming up at the Farmer's Market on October 22nd. I think I'll be there. 2 p.m. through 6 p.m. is family-oriented, fun, food, music, and comments from conservative leaders and organizations from across the state. Admission is free, and it is open to all of the public. So shout-out to the folks out there having that Freedom Fest, man, doing their thing. B.I.G., shout-out to Major Dave, always holding us down, always listening to the show. What a remarkable man Major Dave is, man. Served the country, served it right. Still serving, still doing what he can do. And, uh, you know, that's what I ask all of us to do. But just to end this, man, just to end the show, you know, we got the call. We got a couple calls in. And, and I see there's a lot of folks lit up. I apologize. I can't get to you. Shows We're ending the show 30 minutes early tonight because we're broadcasting live. Maybe we can go into a bonus show or, or can I, I guess we can't. But anyway, I just wanted to say, uh, bluntly put, man, I don't know if Mr. Kane is going to get the nomination. I, I don't know. Um, Barack Obama right now on, on the Democratic side, there's nobody else. Right? Actually, there are some people running, but, you know, it, it seems like, and shout out to Dinueve on the view. I think that's how you pronounce the last name, who's actually running as an independent on the Democrat ticket. Um, listen, man, I, I don't know who's going to win. You know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, momentum on Herman Cain's side, but frankly, speaking on the, on the behalf of the black community, I don't know if the black community is ready to vote for a conservative Republican black candidate. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, we're going to get, we're going to try our best to get Herman Cain on the show so that he can come deliver some of these principles and talk about what his plan is to the communities, to all communities, to all citizens, and who can really give us some information on what his real plan is, what his agenda is, and what motivates him. You know, why why did he choose to run for president? I knew he was a a, a, um, a radio personality, and, and I've been listening to him for quite some time now, uh, the CEO of Godfather's Pizza uh, and, and a few other businesses too. But uh, I would like to know out of his mouth, you know, directly from him to me. And I got a couple of questions for him as well, but I would like to know what motivates him, what made him get into and who his allegiance is to. You know what I mean? And we clearly see whether we whether we're we're looking at it for what it is or not, we clearly see what Mr. Obama's uh direction is and what his focus is and where he's headed. So 
if President Obama would like to come on the show, I, I would love to have him too. Maybe not in a debate style, but I'd love to have him for five or ten minutes of his time so he could talk about, you know, some of the mishaps of his presidency and why his approval rating is so low all of a sudden from all people, not only the black community, but you know, this is what we do, folks, man. Same time, same place every week. We try to bring you guys nothing but the raw truth. We definitely try to keep it real with you folks. And we don't try. We keep it real. We keep it real with everybody. We don't sugarcoat anything. Sometimes you might like what I say. Sometimes you might not. But one thing you're going to get, you're going to get a loving, caring person who cares about everybody, not only people of my same color, who definitely loves God and represents the interests of all people. Um, sometimes it might not come out that way, but I have my reasons for what I say, how I say it, and when I say it. So shout out to everybody who listened to the show, man. I appreciate you guys coming through. As always, 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 B.I.G. Shout out to my people out there in Wilson, N.C. All my people from my blog, Hip Hop, I'm sorry, Hip Hop Conservative. Shout out to all you folks who follow me on there on the Twitter at Symbol KRP Radio Show. Shout out to all you guys who tweet and always show us some love. C4GC. Definitely B.I.G. Shout out to you guys and everybody who always comes along the show. I thank you guys for making us the number one black conservative radio station in the land right now. I'm going to say in the United States, but, you know, we can't make that official yet, but definitely in the Southeast United States. I appreciate you guys holding us down and all, always giving us an ear so we can deliver to you guys what we feel is right and what we feel is necessary to inform you and help educate you guys. Once again, B.I.G., shout out to everybody listening, and I hope, I really hope next week, Next Sunday, you guys can log on. We got a special treat for you. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag yet, but next week we got a special treat for you guys, so maybe you can come on and listen with us and kick it with us. I'm going to leave you guys with a little bit of mint condition, man, as we close the show. B.I.G., shout out to you. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show, and also like my, um, like my movement. It's called I Love Being a Black Father. It's on Facebook. Check it out. Laughing loud Out with the crowd Is just one way I try To hide my Uh-huh. Uh-huh.